0: The Leadership Live Podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Welcome back to Leadership Live. I'm Trey Darnell here with co host Vanessa Bennett. Vanessa, how are you on this Friday?
1: I'm great. Another fabulous day in downtown Kingsport.
0: Especially coming from your Kingsport Chambers progress room.
1: Absolutely. Right beside my office.
0: We're here with Lisa from the Boys and Girls Club. Lisa, could you tell our listeners your full name? Because I can't say your last name very well. That's, I cheated. And uh, what you do with the Boys and Girls Club?
2: I'm Lisa Bellhars and I'm president and CEO for Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kingsport.
0: And I think it's important to share with our listeners that the Boys and Girls Club just doesn't serve Greater Kingsport. It has multiple locations. Would you talk a little bit about the different location opportunities for your members?
2: Absolutely. Our main site, which is where our offices are located as well, are right off Stone Drive. And then we have a club in Reedy Point, which is the old cloud apartments. We have our teen center now at the Riverview site, which is the VO Dobbins building. And then our newest site, which actually has been with us several years now, is in Scott County, Virginia at Weber City Elementary.
0: And that's multiple counties, multiple states. Right. What does it take to become a member of the Boys and Girls Club?
2: We have an application process that you fill out. Um, There's a membership fee of $25. That's a yearly membership fee. And then once we process that, we have weekly program fees, but they're very minimal. And we have partial scholarships available for young people who can't afford it. We don't want to turn anyone away. So basically, you fill out the application, your child and a parent or guardian will come in, we'll do an orientation, we'll allow you to tour the facility, talk with the staff, get to know folks, get a better understanding of what we do at Boys and Girls Club, and then you become a member. And so you can start coming every day after that.
0: The Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kingsport is different from the Y and other entities because you're open until late in the evening and you serve dinner, yes. which is a big difference for some people.
2: So we bring kids from the schools to the club and, you know, at the club, and parents do have to pick them up when we're closing but we close at 7 p.m every night then when school is out and we follow Kingsport City school um, schedule so when they're out of school we open up early we open up at 7 30 and we're open until 5 30 then in the afternoon so
1: I had the pleasure of having lunch with both of you um, last week and got to learn more about the Boys and Girls Club and how I can get further involved it's a wonderful place and I learned something then That, Lisa, you were a club kid. Could you share with us your story and advocacy for what is today known as the Boys and Girls Club?
2: Once a club kid, always a club kid. That's right. Well, I went to a boys club. We didn't have Mm a girls club um, where I lived. And I was just dying to get in. There's, There's eight of us. And so I was with the younger four, which is three brothers and myself. And so I'd watch my brothers go to the club. Every day. And like once a month, I got to do Girl Scouts, which I loved, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't enough. And girls were allowed to start at six and you could go on Monday nights only. And it was women that ran it and but it was still the boys club. And then boys could go Tuesday through Saturday. And my friends and I did that for a couple of years. And we just got kind of bold and went into the executive Mm -hmm. director and Mm -hmm. told him that we needed more. And we were fortunate he was listening, and and honestly, I think maybe they were planning it already, but we take credit for it. So they started where girls could go Monday nights only, and then Tuesday through Friday, we could go from 3 to 6. Our club was open until 9 p.m., so the boys went then from 6 until 9, and they had all day Saturday. And two years after that, um, we went in, and we had written down what we'd like to see in the future— And he told us we were going to have to present in front of our board of directors, which when you're 10 years old, you don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. We just knew we needed to wear our Sunday best and and be prepared. So we went in and and we started reading what we had written up. And they asked a lot of questions, made us very nervous. but you know, we figured what the heck. Mm-hmm. So um, two months after that meeting, our boys club actually became a boys and girls club. And so they closed on Monday nights for staff so that they had time. And then everybody got to go Tuesday through Saturday. And this
1: folks is why
2: she's such a good leader.
0: Yes, that's true advocacy
1: there. <laughs> Absolutely. And now she runs her own center, which I love. So talking about leaders, tell us about your time in Leadership Kingsport. And I hear you may like to do it again.
2: You mean the best class ever? Uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, we had a wonderful team. I, I I was fairly new to town. I think I'd been here maybe two and a half, three years, and was fortunate Eastman Credit Union actually sponsored me to be a part of it, which I'm eternally grateful for. But the friendships that you make and the professional connections that you make through leadership just blew me away. But honestly, one of the most fun things for me was seeing the reactions of people that live here and have been born and raised here, but have not gone through Kingsport leadership, um, the opportunities that we got, like, you know, going to the exchange place and, and just different things and learning the history and and just what Kingsport's really about. Most people that live here don't know that. And, and it, so, that has not changed. It was You're amazing. Exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's, it was fun, too, because I could, mm-hmm. I could interject and, and be a part of conversations when really I didn't know much at all mm-hmm. about Kingsport. But I was learning a lot about it and knew that people that grew here didn't. Didn't even know it, you know, and so it was, that was important. But those connections that I made way back when, I still have most of those connections today. And I've watched those folks grow as leaders in our community. So it's, it's just a, a proud moment in some respects that you got to be a part of that. And hopefully we're contributing that to that as well. And as you said, I, I've watched the the transformation of Kingsport leadership over the last several years. And I just think it might be a great opportunity for me to just kind of rejoin and go back through it. I think we can make that happen. Don't you, Terry?
1: Yeah.
0: As long as I can do it again.
2: Uh, Absolutely. We have to do the same class.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It would be the best class ever. It's interesting uh, that Leadership Kingsport, we have a youth version called Scream. And several of the members of the Boys and Girls Club have had the opportunity to participate uh, with the help of Avenue and other organizations. What has that meant to them?
2: Well, the first two that started a couple of years ago, they still talk about it. And they were really excited. They got to go back through the summer. But they're actually advocating for you all. So when those applications come, now I've got tons of young people are saying, well, how do I get in there? I want to go, too. And, of course, we only have so many slots. And you all have only so Mm -hmm. many slots. But the, again, you just see a transformation in our young people that one young man who participated, he has struggled a great deal. And by being chosen and able to go to that, especially the first year, he just completely turned around. Now, he's not perfect. He's still a kid, <laughs> but um, he is the cutest kid because I know exactly yes. who you're talking about. <laughs> he's sweet yeah. in the food. He, he does not <laughs> stop talking about the food, but it, it's amazing to watch his growth and his it's it's empowering to him. Mm-hmm. You guys have offered and and provided him a voice, and so now he has a voice. And sometimes I wish he didn't, but he has a voice, and he speaks out, and he advocates for other young people. So it's just it's hard to put in words sometimes when you see things like that happening. But if people could witness it, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. No, I,
1: I think you're exactly right. And it was we kind of the first year we did scream. We planned it in like two weeks. It was an idea that one of my crazy ideas that I had and the team came together and we put it together. Well, after two days of middle schoolers, I was sitting home that night and I thought I was going to cry. And I'm like, what have we done? Because the things that they say and their energy, it was a lot. You know, and some of those little boys are so rambunctious. It was just a different style that we weren't used to. And then we quickly in the next day or so realize exactly what you're saying. Because the things that they would say or... They would come up beside of you and just hug you. And it was, we we're like, okay, this is why we're doing it. Right. You know, so it, it does, it's, it's about making the difference and just get some positive, you know, people and opportunities in front of them. So you said that very, very well.
0: And I'll shift gears a little bit. You have a passion for houseboats. <laughs> How did that come about?
2: You um, want the true story? Um, <laughs> my brother was living with my mom, and he was he was looking for a place, and uh, he knew I was looking for something. I wanted to kind of have a respite area if I could. And, um, we have a really large family, and most of them do not live in this area. And so I really was looking for like a small cottage on the lake with a little bit of land that we could have, reunions and that type of thing. And there wasn't a whole lot available, and Houseboat kind of popped up on the screen, and we went and looked at it, and it's my favorite place place in the world now. I I just live to be able to go out to lake. I did not get an opportunity to grow up that way. It's just very peaceful. And I mean, it's so beautiful in this area. It's hard to describe, but even now a lot of folks aren't out at the lake, but if I get opportunities and I go out on the weekend, it's just, there's nobody there. And so it's just you and nature and the water and you can go hiking and and just all sorts of things. I, I do love it.
0: Well, one thing we ask every guest of our podcast is if you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Wow. <laughs>
2: um, That's not fair. I should have known that ahead of time. <laughs> I, I think it'd be different depending on what I want it to be <laughs> and what it, what it probably would end up being. I, I guess what I would hope my biography would be is a journey that started with very little belief to make it, but the opportunity and, and the connections made along the way changed and allowed me then to become someone who can provide and afford those opportunities to others and I know that's not a title at all but I like it I do too
0: at the end of the podcast we do our rapid five questions and I'm going to give Vanessa the honors today
1: would you rather come face to face with a miniature hippopotamus or a giant cockroach both are in a bad mood Ooh, hippopotamus okay She knew that one right away. When was the last time you stayed up past four in the morning? Just a couple nights ago. (laughs) She's a party animal. Black beans or refried beans in your burrito? Black beans. What do you look forward to about getting old?
2: Being able to impart knowledge to younger people.
1: (laughs) Excellent. What is your favorite ice cream topping?
2: Topping? Mm -hmm. Caramel.
1: Good choice. That's my favorite too.
0: Lisa, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you joining us on the podcast and good luck to the Boys and Girls Club and the future.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: Vanessa, do you have any final thoughts? Thank you for all you do for our youth, Lisa.
2: Thank you for joining us. All right. We'll see everybody next Friday. Thank you for
0: listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between King Sport Leadership Programs of your King Sport Chamber and Honda King Sport. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts.